Hello and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. My name is Sarah. On the podcast, we talk about all of the challenging things that we're trying to overcome, like obesity, anxiety, and different health issues. Today, I wanted to talk about something pretty exciting that I recently experienced, and that is attending the Rise Weekend in Toronto, Canada from March 5th to 7th. So this happened at this point uh, just over a week ago is when I got back. Um, And this is the women's conference that is put on by the Hollis Company. Uh, So Rachel Hollis and a whole bunch of other speakers were there uh, talking about um, a whole bunch of different things over the three days, mostly focusing on first day one was your past, day two was your present, and day three was the future. So I got started on the Wednesday night. I arrived in Toronto um, around 6 and I headed straight over after checking into my hotel at um, the pre-registration at the venue, which was Meridian Hall. I wanted to pick up all of my conference materials the night before since I had heard that that would really help reduce the congestion and the lines on day one of the conference. And that was definitely a good move. I sailed right in on Wednesday night and then same thing Thursday morning. I didn't have to wait in the super duper long line out in the cold given that it um, was taking place in March uh, in Toronto, which is typically quite cool. Um, So the venue was Meridian Hall, and I have to say, first of all, I was really impressed with the venue. Um, I've never been there for anything else, but, you know, I figured, oh, it's a typical theater style. Uh, But what the Hollis Company had done was really transform the space. There were quotes all over the walls that um, gave inspiration. Even on the mirrors in the bathroom, they had decals that um, were inspiring quotes and the hashtags that you were supposed to use for the event were all over the place. So that was really unexpected to me. I hadn't really known how much effort they put into the appearance of the Rise event. I knew that the event itself was supposed to be really interesting, but I had no idea that they would be uh, decorating the hall so much. And the other really neat thing that I discovered on Thursday was they had set up a whole bunch of different areas where you could get your photo taken. So there was like a start today kiosk, there was um, a growth Uh, kind of in the coaching area there was a growth area that you could get your photo taken there was one that was focused on the themes of the conference the own your past own your present own your future and again you could get your photo taken so on my Instagram there are a lot of these photos with me and I even got a selfie with Dave Hollis I did wait on day three throughout my lunch hour the whole lunch hour, actually lunch hour and a half, um, to get the the selfie that is on my Instagram at Sarah S A R A Lady Gluten. Um, if you do want to take a look at the photo, uh, I actually we waited the entire lunch. I met a few people there, and then at the very end, they put up a barrier right behind us and we were the last people that got photos so I couldn't believe it Uh, we did did kind of luck out so I I was super impressed with how they set up all of these photo booths and even all over the floors there were decals um, start today you know put your first foot forward best foot forward Uh, it was really well done and it just all added to 
the feel of the conference. And even on the Wednesday night when I picked up my materials, we got a clear bag again with inspirational stuff written on it and then a really beautiful Rise Toronto workbook that you know was tons of activities we were going to work through over the days and then also a Rise Toronto um notebook for just extra notes so that was kind of a great start I would say for me so on Thursday we started with own your past and I knew own your past would be a heavy day and it sure was like I'm not a huge crier but I will say I did cry several times at this event not even just on day one even day two and day three so definitely emotionally heavy um some of the things that we covered on the own your past day were things like what is your perception and your perspective you know is is your perspective what it should be? Are the things that you're seeing real? Um, also talking a lot about being enough, like a conversation of um, what things in your head do you think you are not enough? So I am not this enough. I am not that enough. And then how does that impact you? Uh, we also talked about overcoming fear and then there was a keynote by Britt Barron, um, some of the key things that stuck out for me there, and, and she's recently written a book as well and, and is quite inspirational, um, is, you know, is your life a reflection of who you want to be? And then don't always feel like you have to defend yourself, just bring yourself. That was something else that really stuck out to me. And I think because I've always been a woman working in predominantly male fields, I've always felt that I have to approach work the way the men do, or that I have to prove that I need to be in that space. And it's that much more work than any of the men are putting in. And I think that really stuck out to me in terms of just don't even worry about what they're doing. Just bring yourself. You don't have to defend the amount of space that you are taking up. So I thought that was really interesting. And then Rachel came on and got into some conversations about negative self-talk. Um, and, you know, she actually talked about the fact that she's named the negative voice that's in herself. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I totally identify when she says, you know, that negative voice, that negative thing that says mean things to you. And yet when I mentioned it to my husband, he said, I don't have a negative voice like that. So again, I'm assuming a lot of people do have this, but if you don't, I guess totally ignore this part. But she's named her negative voice that puts her down Pam. And so she encouraged us all to name our voice that speaks to us, that knows our fears and, you know, can maybe sometimes hold us back. So again, we had a conversation on fear and that fear, you're really focused on either losing love or security or pride. Um, but the big takeaway was you create those fears so you can also destroy them. Um, and then she got us to start thinking a little bit about what our word would be. Uh, either for the year, I know she often does a word every year, or um, just our word in general of, of what 
you want to overcome. And I had done some word visioning for 2020 at the beginning of the year, and I had chosen the word evolve. So I kind of went into it thinking, yeah, evolve is my word, evolve, you know, like I'm going to keep changing into the next thing. Um, and, and she said to kind of hold on to that over the few days and see where it led. Uh, and some of the techniques that she brought up were she played the Rough Riders anthem by DMX, you know, the stop, drop, um, shut them down, open up shop part. Um, and so she said, when you hear that negative voice, that was one of her techniques is to just, you know, stop it, drop it and move on kind of thing. And, and she said that sometimes song cues can really actually help you to do that. You can hear that voice and then think about a song. The other one that totally um, was really fun was she does this thing where she yells five, four, three, two, one, and then plays like 20 seconds of music. And you're all supposed to just jump out of your seat and start dancing around and she says you know same you new mood and it really works like if you're in a funky mood even if I'm like starting to get tired or something and then all of a sudden I'll do this five four three two one I've been doing it for the week and I've been doing it with my kids and you know they're they're liking it too it can really get you out of that mood funk that you're in and we ended the day with something that was actually quite heavy an exercise called stand up for your sister where we went through kind of our past issues. There was like a checklist sheet that listed a whole bunch of really, you know, ranging from mildly bad things that could have happened to you in your life to really horrible. And you were supposed to kind of check off the things that you're dealing with essentially. And then you folded up the piece of paper and you passed it along to somebody else, and then they passed it along to somebody else. And the idea was that your story kind of got out there, but it was anonymous and nobody really knew who each other's papers were. But I found it to be very powerful because then they went through and they had you kind of stand up for whatever your paper said. And it really made you see that some of the things that you're dealing with, you're not alone. There are people that are dealing with those same issues, um, you know, whether it's kind of anxiety or, you know, something tragic that's happened in your life, you, you could see other people were also dealing with that, but it was also quite emotional. So then we moved on on Friday to day two, which was own your present. And I thought I'm totally good here. Like I'm pretty healthy. I own my present. I've got a lot of great habits. But you know, I found there was a lot for me to learn this day, even still, even though I think I've come fairly far in my habits, there was a lot more that I, I got out of this day. First, I really liked, um, you know, the theme for the day is move your body, change your mind. Um, and she really talked about pursuing Rachel, um, pursuing health from a place of love. And you could see it through the, all the discussions of the day. So we did do like a 10 minute movement session with Chris Chandler, who is a soul cycle leader. He did a whole bunch of aerobics. And I will say, I didn't mention it yet, but every day and even um, in the morning before we started and at lunch before we started back, they would do 10 minutes of a warm up and get everybody kind of dancing and moving their bodies and then we did do a solid extra 10 minutes and I think the point of that was to show people that don't typically 
get exercise that you know what it can be fun like you just did 10 minutes of a workout and you laughed your way through it and it was fun and you know you didn't die from it so that was really positive then they moved into talking about negative coping mechanisms which I totally identified with um, you know struggling with emotional eating or eating for reward I know in our family anytime there's a holiday anytime you know you're getting together it's always about the food and so uh, that definitely stuck out to me that there are times that we are eating for the wrong reasons she also talked about triggers things that set you off emotion wise that maybe then are leading you into um, eating or she talked about alcohol or anything else that you're using as like a negative coping mechanism I mean some people smoke or some people are um, using other things so that was very useful. She talked a little bit about um, suffering and then started to move into habits. And one of the things that, again, kind of stuck with the whole health conscious thing of the day was one of the quotes was, you cannot shame or hate yourself healthy. So again, coming at this from a place of love that nobody's perfect and how do we just move forward on a health journey and attach new healthy habits. So we talked about the Hollis Company is famous with their five to thrive. So movement, drinking water, getting up an hour early, doing your gratitude journal, all of those things that um, that they're talking about for healthy habits. We heard Amy Porterfield talk about, uh, she did a conversation with Rachel about um body image and you know successful women that are still struggling inside their heads with their body image and how do we um, be successful and value ourselves and then also just focus on health and not weight you know I've talked about Amy's uh, podcast that she did on the Rise Together podcast, where again, they talked about, you know, her journey with weight. And again, it was a kind of a continuation of that conversation, but really helpful. We did some more activities, we did a list of all the negative things that we see in our in our bodies when we um, look in the mirror. And then we had to, <laughs> they didn't tell us at the beginning, but after you wrote all that stuff down, they said, now find a partner and read it to them, which again was really tough. It was tough to sit there and, you know, tell somebody all the things that you see negative about yourself. And the idea was not to hype each other back up, but to just hold space and listen to to what others are struggling with. Um, we talked about the habit cycle and then moved on to uh thinking about a 30-day challenge. So if you're looking at all these habits, what habit can you either try to take on or break over the next 30 days? I chose trying to focus eating-wise on whole foods, less processed foods, um, and, and hoping that that will lead me into more of a healthy style of eating. Some of the other themes that came up were loving yourself enough to take care of yourself and making sure that you're building joy so um, into your day. So, you know, finding things that make you happy. Trent Shelton um, also did a keynote on day two. I've recently started listening to his podcast straight up this week right after the um 
conference because I did find his talk to be very motivating. He talks a lot about gaining strength from struggle. He says, you're one choice away from a new beginning. And he was focusing a little bit on looking at the bridges that you have and which ones energize you and which ones drain you. And maybe it's time to burn those bridges that drain you. Uh, and, and he said, again, focusing on things that you can control, like your mind, your body, and your soul. So the last day, day three, own your future. They say last day, best day. Um, they talked a little bit. Um, from the get-go, Dave Hollis did his keynote where he talked about his new book, Getting Out of Your Own Way or Get Out of Your Own Way. So all the things that will get in your way. So he said, you know, you're here at this conference and you're feeling awesome, but here's all the stuff that's going to happen when you go back and here's my advice on how to get out of your own way in terms of achieving your goals. Uh, one of the things that stuck out for sure was that um, you are what you consume in terms of the people that you spend time with and the media that you're consuming. And I would say this weekend with the coronavirus scare and being very prominent in Canada right now, for sure, the media is um, definitely impacting everybody's anxiety levels. They also talked about your relationship with your calendar and that your calendar needs to align with your values. And I can definitely see that I want to make sure that that's the case, that all of the things I say that are important to me show up in my calendar and that I'm not wasting my time on the things that aren't in that important list. Uh, and then one of the key quotes that, that stuck out for me is the cost of the future life that you want is your current life. And it's, it's harsh. Like that's harsh to hear that, um, you know, if you want the life you say you want, the cost is the life you have right now. That is like kind of scary to me. Uh, but I take, I take the point that you can't sit in your comfort and enjoy all the comfortable things that you have right now if you want to push beyond and do something that's beyond what you currently have. So I do take that. Stacy Flowers was also there to do a keynote. Uh, and again, one of the things that she brought up is uh, that when you're trying to achieve your goals, life will punk you. She said that was what her son said, that you're going to go back and you tell those ladies that life's going to punk them. Something's going to happen to throw them off. And same thing. I mean, I came back on fire last week. And then we've been dealing uh, with the anxiety around this virus spreading. And it's been totally scary and hard to think about some of the goals that I put forward um, just a week ago. She also talked about the five key people that you need in your life in order to be successful. She said the first was a cheerleader, the second was a mentor, the third was a coach, the fourth was a friend, and the last was a peer. And I thought that was really interesting, something that we could take home and say, okay, who's my cheerleader? Who's my mentor? Uh, and really work it through so that you've got those key people for all of the times that you need them in order to be successful in reaching your goals 
They also had Mally Roncall do a keynote on day three. It was a lot of great speakers on day three. On day three, and she was great. She talked a lot about being yourself. You know, trusting your whisper, trusting your instincts, being unapologetically you, um, not bending to be just like everybody else. Um, and making sure that you're doing it your way and also making health a priority. So after all of that wonderfulness, we spent the very uh, afternoon and after I got my selfie with Dave working on our vision for the next 10 years. So Rachel had us do some visioning of what we see for our life in 10 years, which is very similar to what is done at the beginning of the Start Today journal. And then coming up with, you know, the 10 things, 10 goals that go along with that future version of ourselves. Then we did an idea soup about how you would achieve those goals and then worked through a roadmap where you kind of pick three key, three key like road stops essentially in order to get to those goals. And then everything else is kind of like a sub goal along the way. Uh, so that was really interesting. And the one thing I didn't expect with this conference was that you wouldn't have time to get through everything while you were there. So honestly, I still have a lot left in my notebook to work through or my workbook. And I still, even for all of my goals, like I thought I was coming out of this with a rock solid plan, but really I only got a roadmap for one goal and there's 10 of them. So I've got a lot more to do, but, uh, I, I still think it was super valuable and we got to see examples, some different examples that she worked through with people that were at the conference. She kind of did some coaching of them in front of everybody so that we could see how different goals would be mapped. Um, and then she ended with um, some, again, more hard, hard delivered motivation, basically saying, you know, you will fall, you will fail. But what you need to do is rise up again if these are the goals that you really want to meet and this is where you're going with your life. So super powerful, really worth the money that I spent. Um, I ended up having to pay for general admission tickets. So there was a level that would have been even cheaper and it definitely would have been worth that amount. But I did feel like the materials that we got were very, very much worth the the cost and the amount of time that Rachel put into it and was on the stage was was really worth it I didn't go to the dance party they do finish with a dance party and I did hear from somebody that I met there that Rachel and Dave weren't at the dance party so I thought eh, I'm glad I did pay the 75 bucks to go to that um, I instead hopped in my car and drove back home because I wanted to see my kids and I thought that was worth it and I didn't have to pay for another night of the hotel uh, they also, the other thing they did, they did have a lot of merch that they were selling. So there was a pop-up shop, some really cool stuff, different water bottles, um, different versions of the journals and the priority planner that's more recently out. I didn't end up buying any of that. I um, did get a couple of pictures that had quotes, like one of them just says new mood, uh, same you new mood and then another one is um, kind of a made for more quote and so I thought these would be really great to put up in my office and other than that I would say 
definitely worth it. From what I understand, they are doing Arise San Diego. Um, and then next year, I think only planning one rise. So um, I really thought it was worth it. I mean, they said it would change your life. I I really think that in terms of your perspective, for sure, I I don't think that they were overselling that. And I'll leave it at there, I guess, in terms of my rise review. So thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please sub- consider subscribing. Also, you can visit my blog at www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com or follow me on Instagram. Again, if you want to see all those pictures from my Rise Weekend, it's at Sarah Lady Gluten and it's Sarah S A R A L A D Y G L U T E N on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, and we will be back next week.